All right, we got a half hour of uh, nonsense talk. Do you guys want to start? Nope. Keep going. (laughs) Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me, as always, are a couple of dicks, Martin and Brady. The Buddhists will tell you, all life is pain. Pain comes from always wanting things. You give him the best advice you can. You lead by example. He'll make the right decision. This kid's got what it takes. This week, we couldn't help but get all nostalgic for one of the greatest TV shows of all time, The Sopranos. As soon as we got a chance, we didn't hesitate to dive into David Chase's prequel, The Many Saints of Newark. Should we? Should we have hesitated? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that great a watch. <laughs> and you don't Jelani, you don't watch you haven't watched the Sopranos, right? Or So I've caught bits and pieces of yeah. it here and there and I was not impressed. I was I was watching it and Jen goes after we got done, she's like, Was it good? I'm like Wait, the I, movie or the bits and pieces of the Sopranos? The movie. Okay. So so uh, to be honest, I watched the movie, then I had to go and watch the pilot episode of the Sopranos to give me some context. Yeah. And I knew the characters and I was trying to like piece them together, but then I was like following along. So I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah. And I was kind of out of it. And maybe you guys can explain to me what the whole Herald storyline was. Does that come back I, in the Sopranos at all? No, yeah, not, no, not that I know of. I, I was going to say, I think Jeremy's are going to be our, our super fan. Yeah. And I've forgotten plenty here over the years, <laughs> but uh, um, I'm, I'm sure I've probably, well, especially after that comment, I've probably seen it more. I've yeah. I've seen it a couple times all the way through. Okay, um, it's like eighty six episodes. Yeah, or something well, I mean, like that. At real time, I watched yeah. it, and then actually, while it was on, like I we rewatched season one a handful of times. Although, admittedly, as you said, you rewatched the pilot. I'm like, did that in my head? I'm like, did that answer any questions for you other than like what Tony looks like as an adult? I don't. <laughs> I think it, it gives you. I can't remember honestly the pilot. Just there's just now too much info in my brain. But yeah. Like, so at least. Like, at least in the pilot, you can see, like, you know, you get to see how they all grew up. So the kid that was outside of the oh, phone booth, Jackie. that was Artie, right? Jackie. Artie, yeah, the restaurant the guy. The restaurant guy. The phone yeah. booth was Jackie. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Is that not Jackie? Or no, no, you know what it was? Artie was, Artie the was one in that the was ice smoking. cream truck. Yeah, they were smoking. Smoking, yes. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Artie. But Jackie that was def- Artie was definitely Jackie there. Jackie April was, at the, was in the phone booth. Okay. okay. The guy who he started punching in the phone. Yeah. Booth. Okay. Who is in? I mean, I don't remember if he's in the. I don't know the pilot, he, but he's definitely in yeah. the season. I'm pretty sure season one. So you see Artie. Artie's in the pilot. Yeah. You see Uncle Junior, um, yep. and you see kind of the animosity that he has towards Tony. So you can kind of see where that came from. You see the issues with his mom and where yes, she's gotten that's to. To me, the uh, live. the the big part. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think I think that might have been my favorite performance in this movie is Vera. Vera? Vera Farmiga as as Livia, just because she kind of nailed the the look of it. So right? here's, and, I have a weird and, thing about the look. I totally agree with you. Yeah. While simultaneously, and this is also maybe I don't I like I don't want to give them too much credit because in this is where my head was. I think she was awesome as the look. Yeah. The the to your credit, the performance, the first person I put perfectly cast, nailed it. There was a lot. I kept having multiple similarities in her look, not only to his mom, mm-hmm. but also to Edie Falco. Yes. I totally agree with that with Carmela. Which yes. I think is crazy because the di- the whole di- that whole dynamic, 
I is it possible that they hit a home run with someone who could simultaneously look like his mom and his wife? And that's why he. I went know. For his I wife, like. Right. I, I like. Couldn't thing. get it over. Yeah. It because, I, I know. Ex- I, I I didn't know that's where you you were going to go with it. But once you said that, yes, I had the same exact thought. I'm like, oh my god, is Edie Falco Edie Falco playing this ro- role? And I'm like, no, no, it's Vera. I really but, like. It, it was over funny. and over again, and I was like. Did they really possibly hit that so well yeah. that she, that it checked all those boxes, or is this because I, I mean it wasn't like once? I mean I'm talking six, seven times. I'm yeah. like, wow, a little bit of uh, Edie Falco vibe, like totally. Or, and I, it, I don't know, it was awesome. I thought I, that was so so on the nose. I just think I think for me this um, the show The Sopranos that was such a big part of it was his you know the therapy and his yeah. relationship with his mom. So I, th- I think seeing seeing that him as a as a younger younger version of himself and dealing with his mom and seeing his mom when she's not this kind of crazy old woman but getting there yeah, yeah. Um, i thought was one of the most inter- one of the more interesting aspects of the movie now yeah and as far as the show goes the sopranos like people always say it's the the greatest show one of the greatest shows of all time or greatest show and i i enjoyed watching it for sure and i give it all its kind of due credit for changing the way television is made but that's I, probably I just what don't... needs what I feel like that's probably we can get into a little bit more yeah. of that. I think in a little bit, but I I would say that stop jumping ahead, Martin. That aspect <laughs> of like it kind of changed TV, and in yeah. that regard, it's like it almost gets a couple bonus points like right out of the gate. For, yeah, exactly. And so it's almost starting on on unlevel yeah. footing. But um, in terms of the movie, my biggest issue is it just felt like there were a hundred ideas. And yep, they had and they had room for twenty, and they're like, "Well, no, we're fitting all hundred in one way or the other." And it was like, boom! Like you just none of them felt quite fully formed enough. And I felt like I feel like I could say this every freaking week, but we uh, have been saying it. I feel like a lot. Here it comes. There's a good movie in there, (laughs) (laughs) or at least there's three good movies. That mm-hmm. could have been made out of like uh, three good episodes. Let's call it that, right? Fair. Maybe that's that, kind of what it is. It's and like, maybe that should have been. This was a fine. These were fine Sopranos episodes, but so, the show just they got to take their time over a season to do a lot of stuff, and yeah, they just had to cram it all in. Um, well, and it's supposedly Chase was adamant he wanted everything. He wanted this under two hours. He didn't want a long movie. Yeah. And I, look, I don't fault him for that. I yeah. I didn't hate the fact that when I took, but. You know what sucks is there were times I felt like it was a long movie and it really wasn't. But like, yeah, I picked my phone up. Like, I yeah, mean, it's it, like bad sign. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, and it's not like I, I don't think our complaints are that. You know, I think a lot of people were excited to see. Oh my God, is this a Tony Soprano origin kind of story? And that's not what this was. And I I appreciate that. Did it wasn't. they sell it as that? Uh, no, but they did. I mean, there's a lot of. I was of going Michael, in that way. Is it Michael Gandolfini? Yeah. his son. Yeah, there's a lot of him in the preview. Yeah. So. I wondered because I, I didn't remember fully if that was like how they marketed it, and it's a mistake to market it as such, or it's at least misleading. Totally. And I saw an interview with him, and and he and and David Chase, and they both flat you know flat out said like no that's not what this is this is about Dicky Moltisanti right. this so that's what I thought maybe we saw the same in interview so I that's yeah. my frame of mind was that they delivered on that part of it I did think that it probably was a huge negative and turnoff for people who went in thinking this I, I thought this was like a Tony origin story and like that's in the periphery but not at all like the focal point yeah. of the but movie. I said. It, it, 
for me, that kind of worked though, because there was enough of that, and and Michael Gandolfini did a you know obviously did a did a great job, and it was it was fun to see that. Like I said, fun to see his mom stuff, and then really by the end. I don't. I really don't like how, how they ended it with just like the music, the theme music playing. Like that. That seemed like it should. That's how we would end a Tony Soprano origin story, right? But it wasn't about. It wasn't supposed to be about him. But then all of a sudden, it's like they made it. Made that the focal point I right feel, at the end. Like they switched gears right at the and end. And I think that almost like it's it like almost made you think like it is that lead into yeah. Uh, and I'm like, are we sure they're not making another movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. it felt like more like there could be, you know, another. Another prequel before, yeah. you know. But I, I don't know. Yeah, um, there could be there could be more stories to tell, and that would be that would be fun to explore. I think as a as a show, um, if David Chase is willing to do that. But he seems yeah, he's he seems cur- pretty yeah pretty curmudgeonly <laughs> about it all about it all. So you said there were three potential movies in there. What three storylines would you have gone down or at least focused on in like your three your near trilogy? Well, let me tell you. I I think for one, I should say like I actually really. I did like the actor who played uh, Moltisanti. Yeah, um, totally. I was I like, he was great. I literally, I'm like, this guy might be on the tr- upper yeah, trajectory. Yeah, super charismatic. Like, yeah, he's got some things, and like mm-hmm. for a guy who he's been in stuff, but like I don't think a lot of people goal. Know. What, what is that? What was he in? Is, is it called goal? <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the movie. Okay, yeah, got it. He's uh, married to. So he's married to um, Emily. What's her name? Mortimer um, from oh, the, the really? newsroom. Yeah, that's right. Really, him. but yeah, he was. I, I agree. I thought. I thought he was a bright spot as well. He know? was apparently in Face Off forever ago, so <laughs> he's he's clearly been he's around. Been, been around. Um, yeah, I don't know uh, goal with eight O's, but <laughs> he was. Uh, he's the like the soccer star when this young kid comes from Mexico and wants to play for Man United. I think is the team. Mm-hmm. Um and he's the like the goal. The dream begins. Yeah, goal two, living the dream. It's uh, in all the goals. <laughs> so I added all those. Um, <laughs> so I just thought. So I thought, kind of answering your question. So I did like that story. Like mm-hmm. I thought he he did a lot. Like I, especially for considering, and I say this like there's a lot of people on this, and they pulled a lot of characters that hence where you might not have appreciated. Although I don't know that they did a lot with them, but like. They did a good job of people playing like Polly Walnuts, our guy Billy Magnuson from uh, Game Night. Is that who? Yeah, the doofy guy. Yeah, oh, the one that. Uh, it's <laughs> wild that that's him. I'm just putting that I together. Know. Okay, got it. Yeah, why? Why he? Yeah, he he definitely had the Polly vibe. Yeah, so like they <laughs> they did a good job. Uh, John Magaro played Silvio. Mm-hmm. He had the perf. The, he had the mouth. He had the expression. The hair. Yeah. Just, Steven just really nailed it, um, and it was funny to see him without before he had the hair, right? He, before well, he got the hair piece, and that was the, I think that they obviously kind of just like yeah. played tongue in cheek moment there. Yeah. I, at least that's how I took it. They're yeah. like, oh, they went right to it. They're like, it totally. Uh, none of nothing made me laugh out loud in this movie. <laughs> so not even that part. We were talking uh, but, about it. It was like he's like, is there a funny line? I was like, I don't know, not yeah, really, nothing, nothing. And 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 I thought the show definitely had its moments of. Pretty pretty good pretty good humor. Um, like you said though, when we were talking, like the parts that they even had to be funny in the movie, yeah, weren't. Yeah, they just they missed. Just, they they could have been they, better. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Corey Stoll, better. I thought was cast really well as Junior, um, mm-hmm. but just didn't. I mean, I say didn't have a lot to do. Obviously, uh, important part of the movie. I feel like he's show. too big to play Junior. Yeah, I would say a little bit. He's a tall problem. guy. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Um, 
But there, you know. But whatever. Junior's gotten older, and yeah, and he's he shrinks, hunched and shrunk, and uh, our that guy, back injury hurt our, him. Our, our guy Bernthal gets yeah. uh, gets gets a turn as Johnny. What do we know? What hap- what happens to Johnny though? Does he pass away before? When does he when does he die? In I the, honestly don't remember. Yeah, I just I, I, it's yeah. I'm sure it's. I, I feel like that known, but yeah, it's probably <clears> it's probably known at, at some point. But anyway, it's just. Um, yeah, but they did. So there was there was some good references, character wise, to a lot of people that you grew to like throughout the show. Right from your standpoint, Jelani, you didn't get a lot of feels from the people that were there. Like I was like seeing some of the people like ah cool, you know. It's uh, I mean I I knew enough of the characters like you could see who that character was going to grow into. Yeah, right. right. But I think like like you said that when there's there's multiple storylines like I was. I was under the impression that this was going to be a Tony origin story and it clearly wasn't right. It was more about Dickie and, and then, but the whole like beef with Harold, like, so that's all completely, I, I honestly, I don't fully get why that was such a focal point of this movie. Other, I mean, I'd really don't, that could have been to your answer your earlier question. That could have been, been its whole, another right arc, you know, right. in and of itself. I mean, they kind of did that. I don't know why, even that felt jumping around. Like, I mean, he's well, out of town. He's back. He's sleeping with his wife. He's like, yeah. like yeah. You know, he's going like, to see what? Frank Lucas. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not well, Denzel. I think, I think what they were <laughs> trying to do or what I imagine David Chase was trying to do is like setting it in that time period. And he wanted to address, you know, the, the Newark race riots that that happened. Um, and then to kind of like throw you off of the scent of, you know, you, you know, Dickie has to die at some point because yeah. he's not around for the series. So you figure that's, that's coming. And I think you know, they were trying to make it seem like, yeah, a good misdirect, right? Like that it was Harold that did it. And then it's spoiler a nice, alert. yeah, spoiler alert coming. It's a nice reveal that it's spoiler alert happened already. What? Oh, that he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling I'm about to say who did. And then it's, it's interesting to see that it's Junior that did do that. Cause we don't, I don't remember knowing that from the series. No. no one, that never came out. But it, right? it plays with Uncle Junior. It plays with in Uncle the Junior. series and yeah. the way he, and the way he was dealing with him in the movie. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And, you know, and that part was good on Corey Stoll's part. Like, yeah, he took, he took personal, he took things personally when right. someone just laughed at him, even though. He didn't cause him to get hurt. Didn't do anything to do. He just happened to be there and laughed. And he took that so personally that he wanted revenge, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But Leslie Odom Jr. I think is a is a really really good actor. Yeah. Um. And uh, he did do a, a good job with the material that was that was given him here. So yeah, that the acting was was pretty solid all around. And and there is that way that um that uh. Uh, what's his name? Chase writes that uh, is interesting, but it just was. It's not like if you were even ranking like episodes, and not that I would ever even try to yeah. do that with with eighty six and this. But like I would say, this is just not. It's not even one of the stronger episodes. No, there's just there's just too much. Again, it just feels like dips into like mm-hmm. subject matter over and over again, and you're just like jumping so fast. And I just felt like, yeah, I just felt like there was so much they had or in his brain. And he's like, I just need to get this out, and like, I'm putting it all in the movie, and I'm like, we're just, you're just, we're doing it, and I, I just felt like there wasn't, nothing was developed enough to, to really make you kind of buy in, other than counting on the fact that people were already bought in because they yeah. were Sopranos fans. So like, well, you're in one or the other, and you're gonna watch, but th- this isn't gonna make you like buy in more. 
And right. I'm like, but this is all new. It should make you want to buy in more, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And I just don't think it did whatsoever. Um, can we talk? I counted five Ray Liotta characters. I don't know how many you got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree there. Because that it's, was like... It's a bit of a Ray Liotta renaissance. I on. don't know that it was necessary for him to play, well, either of them, but definitely not more than one person. <laughs> I mean, Hollywood I, Dick and his brother right. Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I, I think it's... It's interesting because when when the Sopranos came out, everyone was like, "Oh, it's Lorraine Bracco from yeah. from you know Goodfellas." When and Leota passed it up, he passed up a role. He, oh, he Richie, did. I think he was Richie, uh, who went to Joey Pants. Oh, the Joey Pants on. He passed up that role. Didn't know that. So he yeah, wanted nothing been, to do with gangster. He's like, I yeah, I don't want to get out of yeah. That. And I could, I could see and that. then for this, it said he literally fought to get in it. <laughs> He like uh, regretted it. He's what, like, I could have. He been, was like, could have been the guy. He no one called. He's. He, they, I was reading an article, and he's like, he's like called his agent. He's like, why are they not asking me to be in this? And so he's like, get me a meeting with Chase. I want in. And they're like, apparently he, you know, hung him over the the edge of the building, and he's like, I want two roles. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what the benefit was of having yeah. him play two people, especially considering the brother. One, he's also not credited with playing the brother. It's very odd to me. I was like, what? They wanted it to be surprised. Like, is he? A t- is he? Were they twins? I, that's like, what. I, that's what I be, don't. Right? Know. But they didn't mention that. That's what I don't know if that was something that was ever mentioned, like along the way. And they were yeah. just like, "Well, we got to have." I, that's the only thing I am unaware of, um, and I definitely didn't look into it. But it just felt like he didn't do much when he was the, in prison. He was just sitting there. Yeah, kinda. I don't do so. Anything. Like, it's not like it required a lot of like. Oh, well, we've got to get a big name to do this, right? Yeah, I think that was kind of a, you know, you introduced him and I understand like him coming back and, you know, bringing the new wife and all that stuff and trying to start another family. I got that. Let's talk about the wife later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. His, <laughs> she, she might be onto something too. His brother, yeah, just didn't do anything, was kind of, you know, kind of, I guess was supposed to be like the guidance or yeah, spiritual guidance, I, whatever for I, him. I think it's a little bit of... It was like a... It was like a confessional. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was going to say. It's, but it's not. His, it's was... kind of his guilt. Um, right. And that's why he wants to do good deeds because he does feel guilty for doing all the stuff. And it's, it, it almost felt like Sal, um, um, Leota in prison, knew. Oh, he um, was kind of. He, he was definitely, yeah. you know, on oh, something. Oh, he like, knew. Because he, yeah, he, he knows. He was hip to the whole on. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I actually enjoyed those. That that was kind of like the therapy part yeah. of, you know. Agreed. Of um of Sopranos, which I always enjoyed, and I know Brady, you and I talked about this years ago when we were watching, and you're like, people don't understand, like everyone wanted Sopranos to be Goodfellas, and like right. it's not Goodfellas, nope, and it's really is about the therapy and the psychology, and 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 Tony being kind of smarter than everybody else, but also you know suffering from anxiety and depression and all these all these other things, and that's what made the show interesting to me. It's still, again, don't don't fully love it, but 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 I think that's what bringing that part into this movie made it made it more interesting so i did i did enjoy those prison scenes that's like i didn't think of it that way i think that's actually on the nose that that is this film's version of the therapy sessions i I call it confessional i I, I guess and and that was where i thought of it more of like uh, but it's not he's not like revealing exactly what he is but he's kind of getting caught in saying that he's just trying to do good deeds and you know, it, I don't think for one instance that, uh, that Sal was it. unaware yeah. of kind of what was going on. Hence, when bad, he called out, like, things he, seem to happen to everybody <laughs> around you. It's like, yeah, do me, a fa- <laughs> do everyone a favor and just leave him alone. Leave Tony alone because yeah. you're the worst thing for him. Yeah. And 
he tried and I mean it is uh, all that you know when we're talking about it here now and you look at that the way that that all progressed and then Tony didn't really get it he doesn't get a chance to talk to to Dickie he tried to leave him alone um, but Tony still gets sucked into this life so that I mean that's it's good writing on on David Chase's part like to to do it the way he did and then have have Dickie pass before he he does get a chance to really maybe even tell Tony that no like I don't I don't want this life for you right and, and Tony ends up there anyway so it might over time get you know higher move higher up in my mind but on the on a first viewing it's uh, I don't I don't see it I really don't see it happening no I do I don't either can we talk about Christopher we obviously can okay because I'm just curious and again I'm not I don't claim to know everything about the mafia life and all that went into it but the child of the mistress gets pulled into the family? Uh-uh. Well, what do you mean? Because no. the mistress he, didn't have the baby. Mistress didn't have the baby. It was it was his wife. Yeah. Oh, she did? Yeah. So Christopher is yeah, Oh, a legit, I thought Joanne. A, he ain't, yeah, he's not a bastard son. He's I thought a, he was a bastard son. child. Yeah, he's a legit son. <laughs> no, okay. No, yeah. no one knew about um just about him, yeah. It's the, I just, well, so I thought everybody knew. Well, well, clearly, I was like he was out with her. I yeah, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, no one his like wife. His wife didn't. Well, know, but and, like, I the think family didn't. So know. that's the thing. I feel like she knew. What do they call it? The Comer, 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 Comer. Comer. Yeah, yeah. Comer. Like everybody, like all of them had him, yeah. and all the wives knew. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought Christopher was a bastard, and it was just like they brought him no. in anyways. Because no, admittedly, was a son. again, admittedly, you don't see. Anyone pregnant because they just jump all over the place, but they're no, that was definitely Joanne. Yeah, I think legit, her name. Legit child. Yeah. What did you think of Christopher doing the voiceover in the beginning? Like, I actually kind of- thought it was good. Um, I thought that was a good narrator for it, considering who Tony, I mean, that the show who the movie is essentially about. Yeah, I thought that that made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though they had no connection because he died too when Christopher was too young, but I thought. In terms of connecting the two, that that made to me that made logical sense. Yeah. So, um, and I thought they did it. I don't know if I loved the way they did it early on, like in the tombstones moving along. It's like essentially hearing voices of every tombstone. Yeah, it was a little bit odd. And right there's only like gate. two. They didn't do like it wasn't like a stir of echoes, tons of whispers. It was just like two, and then Christopher. It's like yeah, all right, I get it. Yeah, all these saints. It's like well, there. we don't have time for all. Do you, that. Did you guys know that multi santi means many saints? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that until watching. Yeah, yeah. Do they say it in the? They don't say it in the in the movie. Uh, you just knew it did beforehand. Christopher say that? I feel like Christopher might have said it. Oh, but oh. what well, I thought it was maybe a reference to like how they viewed all of, like their families viewed all of them. Like, remember when? Yeah, I think when it's double. John went to jail, and she's like, "He's a saint" or yeah. whatever. And so I like, think it's for sure double meaning. I yeah. think that he definitely definitely played on that a little bit. You wanted to talk about. How do you say it? Giuseppe, Giuseppe? the wife. Yeah, you, you Giuseppina. Giuseppina. You thought she did a good Ms. job. Miss Provolone, nineteen sixty-seven. Michaela de Rossi. Yeah, yeah, she was stunning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Italians. What do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> makes makes sense. Makes sense. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't I, asked, but I'm pretty sure my wife's okay with. I it, was. So. I knew where she. <laughs> I knew where she was going when they were walking on the beach. Like I knew what she was going to tell him. I'm like, don't tell him. <laughs> like you're going to die. He's going to drown you. And of course he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we probably all saw that coming. But yeah, she was. Uh, I thought. I thought she was good. I mean. Again, there's just so much going on. Like there, 
that whole that whole character arc is so accelerated. They just yeah, it they, happened so fast. I know. Yeah, they just I agree. Couldn't help. This all needed to be more. Like it needed it needed to be multiple movies. It needed to be a season of a show. It mm-hmm. needed. There was just too much. Too many characters, especially that you don't know. Like I mean, a lot of like you don't know Dickie, you don't know her, you don't know uh, Hollywood Dick, you don't know Harold Big Ray, you don't know any of these people, or you don't know a lot of these people. Yeah. Considering that the audience that was coming to this largely knew some of them that were yeah. all bit players, so like you're learning about all these people, but they just didn't really take a ton of time to flush that out. And I don't know, I just I kept that kept being my big obstacle with it. Yeah, I mean it. It does. It feels like. I mean, that's. I think that's when you, what you get when you you're a writer of TV and you have the space of seven, eight seasons, and you know, twelve episodes each, each season or so, or whatever it was, to tell your story. And then you you when you try to condense all that down to two hours, this this is kind of what you get, which is just, yeah, this isn't as isn't the same way, isn't as good. It's it's a lot, Jelani. Would you watch The Sopranos? So I started, like I said, I went back and I watched the pilot episode. Um, got one. Got one yeah, down. Got one in there. And would you say 85 to go? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I might, but it, like, like you said, it's a commitment. And it it's is something definitely a to, commitment. to put in time. Ultimately, I probably won't. Knowing that it's considered by many to be the best and, series and of a, all time. And a, cha- a, game, a TV changer. And you can't be you can't really be included in all those conversations unless you can definitively say it's not one of the best because yeah. you've seen it i feel like i can still like listen into the conversations and just yeah, hear people like provide their their <laughs> viewpoints and then i can just you're like back. i haven't seen Battlestar galactica either but <laughs> right um yeah I, I don't know i don't know if i'll go back and and yeah. rewatch it all right well on the vein of uh tv since you said it's considered one of yeah. the top, what, do you guys have like a? You, I don't even need the ranking. Sure. Do you have like a top five? Let's just go dramas. Yeah, definitely dramas. Not like hour long dramas, not half hour comedies. Hour long dramas. Do you guys have a a, a five, like five? If if someone put you on the spot, I, it, since you can't take part in the full conversation, Jelani, you could take part in like a my top five conversation, yeah. which we're about to have right now. <laughs> You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can start off if you want to. But we'll let Martin go first and let Jelani. Because uh, I, I always have. Because I'm sure we're of, gonna have some crossover. Yeah, and I have this conversation often, and I always I consistently have a top three or three that I'll go to and and that are like tied in my eyes for many yeah. reasons, and that's uh, the Wire, same, the West Wing, same, and Breaking Bad. Jelani, do you have anything? Any of those? Would you consider them to be in your top five? Uh, the Wire and Breaking Bad. Because okay. I've seen I've seen those. I have not seen The West Wing. Kindly leave. Is <laughs> <laughs> now a two man pod. Very good Owen Wilson <laughs> reference. There. Uh, um, the what? Wire is definitely sure. uh, like I said, same uh, West Wing. It's that's it's just right there for me. Um, yeah. I put Sopranos in my top five. Um, I take it neither of you do. Obviously, Jelani, you can't. No, um, no, I'd put it in in some kind of second second tier but again like we were talking about early it's it's i i give it a ton of credit for letting a lot of these shows that i'll say are, are some of my favorites yeah. especially something like breaking bad it like without the sopranos none of these happen you know like something like true detective doesn't happen yeah i uh i put game of thrones in my top five i think it's uh i and i'd say that as someone who didn't like 
the ends. Multiple <laughs> multiple parts at times. Yeah. But I also like know how engrossed and how I captivated I was. And like that to me is a hard thing for me to forget. And yeah. Yeah. um and the other one The um, first three seasons. Game of Thrones. You'll notice I didn't say same on Breaking Bad. Yeah, I know because um, you're going to say Better Call Saul. Because I say Better Call Saul is better, <laughs> um, and and I say that almost doubling down in that I think, and there's more to come. Sure, and I think probably one to two seasons. Yeah, um, and it is, in my opinion, going to finish better. I stand. I think I've said it before. Uh, the, the I really really liked Breaking Bad, but I think the final season, the couple episodes of Breaking Bad have, I don't want to say it's falsely like vaulted that show into it's a phenomenal show and it was really good throughout but i actually this last season think better call saul surpassed it in my opinion better call saul is also in my like but i also understand the argument that like you can't have one without the other so like to a degree i'm just saying like if i put a show on from the first episode to the last or currently the last episode i think that body of work in my opinion better call saul this season this last season finally surpassed and and so the, is that your criteria, your metric for what makes it your you know in your top five is something that's kept you engaged and engrossed from beginning to end? I would think that that should be if it's you're talking. I've watched a lot of TV in my day. Um, I should hope that a, a one of the best shows, in my opinion, captivated me. <laughs> well, I mean, are there shows that you've watched from beginning to end just for completion because you've been in on None them? Of or? Those. Well, so. I, to, to your to your point there, I think the reason I have these the, those three shows as um, the Wire, the West Wing, and Breaking Bad is constantly like in the in that conversation is because yeah, the Wire I think five seasons not a bad episode in there. Maybe season two is a weak point, but yeah. still great. That's a that's a false narrative. Do you think of that's that's wrong? Season two is oh it's a oh, oh. it's a common complaint. Oh, sure, whatever. It's a I false mean, right. I'm, I'm I'm talking about like you know. Per- perfection and then this one's like 99 percent. that's yeah, that's all i think I'm season two is way better than people give her credit for all right but. F- fair enough fair enough um west wing sabaka's on the dock come on <laughs> <laughs> west wing um it's uh once sorkin left it definitely it yep. took a it, it took sure. a downhill but um and and mike petrus who's been on this uh, on this program before he might have said it yeah he might he might come back um he said it to me and i think it's the best thing he's like even even after sorkin left it still was better than anything on television those like last two or three seasons agreed without him so like it wasn't quite as amazing as the first four seasons but it was still better than anything else so uh, again a strong body of work all seven seasons Breaking Bad, I think, only is like the only show that got better. And I know you're saying that last season might have gotten it got too big for itself, but I feel like oh, I don't think season, that. I'm oh. saying it was that was so good at the end yeah. that I think it overshadows some some lower points throughout. Yeah, um, and that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, I definitely that's, don't. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Then I'm sorry, I, I misunderstood. That I don't think it got too big for itself by any means. Like okay. I look that last season. That's it. It yeah. describes my what I'm talking about. Like you, you could not not watch that when it was happening yeah because it was about to be phenomenal and they were just hitting yeah. grand slam bombs yeah. every, every single, single week episode. and it was like what is going on and the intensity is yeah amazing it i got, think it every season got better is i just what think I say. Be, and that's so I, I don't know any other show where from the first season it was good and it grabbed you and it made you want to watch but then second season you're like oh my god this shit's amazing better call Third, yeah third it's doing fourth, it right now Every season's better. I think it was good from the good from the. I think every I season. Know. A better I know. I agree with that been, comment too. Been the same. 
It okay. hasn't gotten better. It's oh. just been always good. Okay. As you, what I, that's you my opinion. What you that's think. my opinion. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. You're wrong. So those three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then, and I, to your Sopranos point, um, I, I think I'd put Mad Men in my, like, if I had to pick a top five over Sopranos. But again, Mad Men does not happen without Sopranos. For sure. And it's uh, Matthew that's uh, probably, Wiener, who's a, who was a yeah, writer. That's probably the most. Directly, directly impacted. Oh, 100%. Yeah, because he of, was a writer. Right. On, you know, I think show. that yeah. one, and that was so quick after simultaneous. I've, what did that? I can't really remember if that like first season was was while Sopranos was running or not. But I don't, I don't think so. But it was pretty, pretty close. Or but maybe it was. No matter what, it was like right then. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, I think that show was definitely. Yeah. I would and say I know, the, I mean the most directly impacted. And I know people are gonna, you know, that they're gonna come at me and say, <laughs> you, "How could you say Mad Men over Sopranos? Like Soprano, you know, Mad no, Men doesn't exist without the Sopranos." But it's just, it's well, just for I'm me. Just, yeah, I'm talking about the se- uh, the prequel yeah. of a show. Yeah. I, obviously, it can't exist. Right. Like nothing is with, is possible. But yeah. again, like you have to separate them when you're looking at a show. Like it, I mean, people say Frasier is better than Cheers. And that's a spinoff. I thought we were only doing hour-long drama. <laughs> I knew that would piss you off. That's why I said it. With what you guys have said, is there anything in the last, let's you know, cut it off in the last three years that you think will ever reach the heights of these shows? I got a, I got a couple. Better couple Call Saul's actively on. Okay, so yeah. excluding that. because it, it, I got a couple, a couple we additional. We acknowledge that it's good and it's, going, it's only getting better. Are we talking hour-long dramas? Hour-long dramas. Okay, go ahead, Martin. Um, some other ones that I really like that are you know still hopefully going to have current seasons are Fargo, Ozark, um, and Succession, um, which are st- Succession is going to be starting up again uh, soon here. Yeah, next week. And again, who knows wh- where those will go? But I think Fargo in five seasons has so five or four. I agree. Fargo's been great as an anthology series. Yeah, and um, that and that's. Different too, right? I mean, but, it's in thousands. Yes, but. but to your point, it's been very, very good. I don't know that I would think it's probably capable of getting to a top five status necessarily, but I do think it's been very, very good. It was unique. It was just so yeah, well done. I agree. Done. These are all like, in my mind, kind mm-hmm. of a second, second tier thing. Ozark's interesting. I think it, uh, I love it. I feel like it's, for whatever reason, not quite on the level as some of the greatest mm-hmm. shows yep. um i definitely think it's good i mean i look forward to whatever it's coming back and it, all this might be recency bias for me as well and that's i think part <laughs> of but i think also and maybe hence your question it's there aren't a lot it's hard you're, you're, you're to an extent i think you're kind of grasping for well what do i like recently you know like what's out there mm-hmm. um and it's hard it's hard to it's hard to think of something that is uh that does qualify yeah. What about you, Jelani? Do you have? Is there anything that you've been, you think is like, in recent? Yeah, I don't was, say suits. <laughs> no, it's got to be recent. Suits. No, it's got to be recent. I was, I was questioning Ozark, right? Yeah. Just because, again, like you said, when I, I remember we made you watch that. <laughs> when you, uh, when you mentioned shows that just keep you engaged and keep you engrossed, like I was there with Game of Thrones, like for every week, you're just like, all right, what's next week? What's next week? Or you know. I'm not watching because I want to be surprised next week. You know, Ozark is that way right now for me. Like I'm, I'm anticipating what's coming next and what is going to, you know, happen and what's going to go down the path. So hopefully, like the writing stays strong and um, the acting is great. So let's just yeah. keep it going. And I, I thought, I thought I'd be bored with it by now. Like I, I'm, I'm 
always surprised that the next the each subsequent season is still good and that they're still able to like continue to tell the story in a yeah. believable way that it's not like not like Dexter where it just got so convoluted by whatever season I ended on four or five or something. It's like, okay, we get it already. Like Ozark still seems like it's plausible. Every new character they bring in and every story plot line that they add. So, so I'll say uh, a show that I don't know. I'm having a hard time off the top of my head thinking if it was within the last three years, it feels like it might've been Um, the Americans was just really, really good i would say another example of a upward trajectory mm-hmm. from start I've to heard finish that as well. yeah. um just it's really really good and probably underseen because it was on fx yeah and fx gets my vote of maybe, confidence like usa does for <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's something that i don't know maybe that's why more people don't talk about it but i mean it's hard to say you know, people found AMC when the, when the shows were good. So it's like I, I'd have a hard time saying like, oh, well, you know, it's on a channel that no one watches. Like if the show's truly good, yeah, I don't people should find it. I, it. I do think there's still some – I don't know if the name heard it. I don't know if, you know, like I we've talked about that before. Yeah. But again, I, I, you could it's splitting hairs. I, that show is really, really good. And, and I would say probably closer to this list, in my opinion, than Ozark. And I'll, I'll say another one that – I would probably, in, in the same vein of there's not a bad episode and everyone was good, but there's the, the problem with this one is that there's not that many. And, and have you guys watched the BBC Sherlock? Yeah, yeah. With uh, a Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. yeah, like that. They they only had like three or four episodes. Yeah, the per seasons season. were real. So they're super short. They do that BBC. It's like again harder to put it up. And they're like an the hour show. and a half. Weren't they? Yeah, like there were some of them were a little, a little longer. Yeah, and it took a long time in between seasons. But I love love that show, and I think that that could be that's definitely in the conversation as well. Of of. But I I would say for, for the argument um, is. There's a reason that a lot of these shows, The Wire maybe being the outlier, that mm-hmm. they only had five, mm-hmm. but they had five kind of like, what, ten, at least 10 episode yep. seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, 50, 50 it's something to be said about making a lot of shows because it is hard to yeah, make, it's hard to have make. a lot of content mm-hmm. to fill. And so it's like, yeah, is it a cheat to have like a three episode, like two hour episode yeah. season? Yeah. It's like, you kind of made, I don't know, it's, it's a little bit, yeah. but I'm with you. I really enjoy the show. But sure. yeah, I, I would say if, I'd have to think hard about it if it's number six, but like I, I'm, and I stand by it. Like the Americans is way closer to the, to my top five than Ozark, which I actually really, really like and am very much looking forward to. So, trust me, and just watch it. Any yeah. any other honorable mentions? I'm trying to think. I mean, I have a, I have a few more. You know, b- back to the West Wing, Sorkin's uh, the newsroom. I think is also great. Also, short HBO show. two two seasons. Yeah, was, no, I think it was three. More than, more than it two, couldn't be more three. than three. Yeah, I think it was only only three. But yeah, it did not not super long lived. And any any one of his shows were. I don't. Are, remember, are great. I I did like Newsroom. I don't know that it was like I. And I, and I, we're with you. Obviously, we yep. yeah we're Sorkin fans. Yeah, one way or the other. But just wanted to, wanted to mention that I I hold it in high esteem. I probably have to watch it again to really see if it if it holds up or if I was just like. So excited at the fact that there was another circuit show out at the time. Um, Mindhunter, I really love on uh, fin- Fincher Netflix. on Netflix, um, but it somehow also didn't didn't find its audience, and 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 he got pulled away to do other things, and might not ever get a season three out of that. Um, and then I know you're gonna like this one, Justified. <laughs> I always, I, I know that that's more of a 
maybe guilty pleasure. Like it's probably yeah. it's not in in the conversation no. of, of the best of all time, but it just was fun for me. There were some really good episodes and, yeah. and a couple of really pretty good seasons, but there were probably some probably more too much, duds too many. Yeah. than uh, that we probably give it credit for. Yeah, went went longer than it should have, kind of. A thing. Um, but there was some for especially for being an FX show that was that a hundred percent was it was great and just well cast and well well written. Obviously, uh, Cormac McCarthy, right? book um, um no elmore elmore, elmore, elmore yeah. Leonard. yeah elmore Leonard. sorry <laughs> it would have been very dark if it was totally, Cormac McCarthy. <laughs> totally same guy i don't know why my brain went there <laughs> no country for old men yeah. cowboy hat something <laughs> the road it's, it's all up there uh, mary mcmurtry <laughs> yeah i'm dialed in over here <laughs> well as always grazie be a paisan subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook when it's not down by searching Our Film Fathers. Thanks, and go to bed. Bye.